Hello listeners, this is going to be the fourth episode of our Blimey cast. Today's episode features a conversation that I had with a colleague called Soraya Kirino. She's also an IELTS teacher and she lives in Canada. The conversation we had was about some differences between British and American English. We talked about totally different words that refer to the same things. The full video of this episode is going to be available on YouTube and on Instagram. I will leave her Instagram profile here in the description so you can all check her profile to see how amazing she is. Alright, I hope you all enjoy. Let's get started. You are listening to Blimey Cast. For more information, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English. Hello everybody, today we're here with a very special guest. She is Soraya Carino and we are going to have a conversation today about British and American words. But first, I'd like Soraya, please, could you please introduce yourself for us? Well, thank you for inviting me for this video. My name is Soraya and uh, I've been teaching English for more than 15 years. Uh, just like you, I help students prepare for IELTS. And well, I hope everyone enjoys this video. They surely will. So, guys, let me just quickly tell you something about her. She is the specialist when it comes to writing. So, if you are struggling with that, you should definitely go look for oh, come on <laughs> because she is the writing queen. You should see her. I kid you not. Just go there. Oh, I thank right. you for that. You're very kind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What we are going to do here today is we are going to analyze and discuss just a bit about some British and American words that have different uh, kinds of approach to the same thing. The last video we did together, we are talking just about words that have different pronunciation, the same spelling but different pronunciation. But now we are going to see some different words for the same thing. So without further ado, let's get started. And the first word I've got is trainers. So trainers would be the British word. Soraya, please tell us what would be the American way. Sneakers. So it's completely different. I remember that I was in London in 2009 and I went to a shoe shop here in Canada in the US. It's a shoe store. And I really liked a pair of sneakers that I had seen. And I asked the salesperson, I would like to see uh, those sneakers. And he looked at me and he was like, sneakers. <laughs> and then I remembered, oh, sorry, those trainers, because they had other kinds of shoes like sandals, flip-flops. And then I was like, oh my God, I have to remember that I am in England, <laughs> not in the US. And just out of curiosity, do, the, do people also call sneakers in Canada or some people say trainers? No, they don't say trainers here, but they also don't say sneakers. If you say sneakers, they won't understand. But they usually say tennis shoes or running shoes. Here. So here in Canada, it's also different. Good to know. <laughs> so <laughs> I say good to know because as some of you know, I'm also going to Canada. I'm going to move to Canada soon, very soon. Let's go see the next word. Still talking about clothing. The next word is a jumper. 
what American people would call a jumper? A sweater. <laughs> a sweater. <laughs> a sweater. It's also sweater. completely different. Jumper, yes, I learned this word when I started teaching at Cultura Inglesa a long time ago. Um, it was the first time uh, I saw it. Jumper is like, I mean, I don't know why a sweater is called jumper. <laughs> I have no clue too, but even the pronunciation is so different because if I was to say sweater, I would pronounce the T like that, a sweater. Sweater, but yeah, sweater I think sweater, sweater. Yeah, that's true. And again, do people in Canada call this sweater? Yes, also sweater. Good to know. The next one is a very nice one because this caused a lot of confusion in people's minds. So this word in British English we say chips. For right. uh, chips for American and Canadian people. Yeah, here they call it French fries or simply fries. But chips here is something different. Potato chips here are um, crisps. Yes, it's all we call British crisps, English, right? right? It's like, um, how can we say that? They are like the thin cut. Slice and thin. Yeah, the thin slices of potatoes, let's say, yes. like like ruffles. Yes, so that what we call chips, you would call French fries. And what we call crisps, you would call my chips. chips. So that's exactly. The thing. So that's confusing. That's co that really is quite confusing. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> the next word we've got, I like this word. I like that. This Thank you. I like the British version. I really like I, it. I like it too. And this word is tube. The tube. What do we call the tube? All right. Some people have no idea, but the tube here in Canada and in the US is the subway. Yes, that's so different. And this one, I think we've got a clue of it because if you have seen the entry of the British subway, it's a huge, enormous tube. So that's what they call it. Exactly, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's and it. I think it's the name of the company that takes care of the, the, mm -hmm. the railway system, the underground railway system. By the way, I think in English they sometimes also say the underground. The underground, that's yeah, true. Like the name of the thing is like the underground railway system, but nobody's going <laughs> to that. That's true. So I think it's the name of the company that runs uh, their system is the tube, if I'm not mm -hmm. wrong. Yes, yeah. I think it's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and here's Subway. It's called Subway. So that's why I think they use the name of the, of the company. And mm -hmm. so. uh, if you are to go in the tube, you probably come across with this next word, which in British English would say queue. So a queue in British English would be in American English. A line. A line. What are you doing waiting in the line? So yeah, it's, but let's be right? very sincere. Queue is a really complicated word to spell. That's Sometimes true. I have to think twice before I write this word. And it's also very difficult to pronounce because when you look at it, you cannot identify any pronunciation patterns. It's very tough for students. But you probably know where the word Q comes from. French. I don't. Oh. French comes from French. Q. 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 
Yeah, but we know there are a lot of words in English that come mm -hmm. from French. So we yes. could have a video about that later. Because yes, I know you speak French too. Yes, yes. Okay, let's go see the next one. And this one, I think there's not a bit of controversy about this one, but the, it is different, right? So in British English, we say a car park. So a car park in English, in British English, is what Americans call parking lot. Parking lot. Yeah, lot is a piece of land. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like a parking lot, <laughs> but it's not very different. Yeah, that's not very different. Just the word choice, I'd say, right? Yeah. And speaking about cars, the next word we've got here is the fuel that you fill up your car with. So in British English, in British English, we would say petrol. I need to put some petrol in my car. But in American English, what do you say? Gas. Gas. <laughs> gas. Not even gas, but gas, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> gas. Gas, that would be the short for gasoline. Is that it? Exactly, exactly. Gas, mm. gasoline. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's completely different. I think if you, I don't know, talk to somebody at a gas station here in the U.S. and you ask for petrol, <laughs> they will think you're crazy. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> okay, this next one. This next one can cause you a bit of a problem. <laughs> a bit of a problem. It's it really embarrassing. Yes, this is a euphemism to say that you're going to get embarrassed if you use that one wrongly or out of context. So in British English, let me see, I think I've got one here. In British English, we would call this thing here a rubber, an object that we use to uh, undo the mistakes we make when we're writing. But in American English, first, what would you call this? An eraser. Eraser. But the reason for the controversy is that rubber in American English is another word for, is a slang word for condom. That's yeah. the thing. So be careful if you are to use this word in America. Is it, is it the same in Canada? I don't know. I don't know. I have I, never asked anyone. I have never seen anyone using this word. I don't think, I think, I'm sure here they use the word eraser, but I don't know if they call a condom rubber. Yes. But rubber can also be the material. If you say rubber yes. without using the article, I, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, this is made of rubber. That's true. So we're That's talking true. about the material, but if you say, I need to buy a rubber, that could be. Then it can be embarrassing. <laughs> I, I wouldn't use it here in Canada because, <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. they probably use the same word, the same slang, but I'm not so sure. I cannot say that for sure, but I wouldn't take this risk. I, <laughs> I'm assuming a lot of British people would get into embarrassing situations because of that, right? I'm assuming that. That's, That's the thing. for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, there, is, there is something else that they say, I can't remember here, I don't know if you can 
I'm, oh my God, I saw somebody talking about that the other day. That's something that is like very normal here in, in the US would be something very offensive in, in England. I know, I know. A fag, right? A fag in American English. Oh, no, it's the, it's the opposite. A fag in American English would be a rude or offensive word for a gay person. Right? Yeah, it's very offensive. But it's very offensive. But in British English, a fag would just be a cigarette, right? Could you put uh, a fag? Yeah, it's true. I yeah. haven't forgotten about that. Yes. Yeah. So that is another word. No, it was <laughs> not the word I was looking for. It was not the word I was thinking about, but... That's true, and I have forgotten about this one. Yeah. Well, I never use this word anyway, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me neither, because I just smoke, and also I would not say a rude word to anyone. So, that's the thing. All right, good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Let's go see the next one. And I think this one, Canadians use the British word, if I'm not mistaken. So, we would uh, say a lift. In British English, what would you would say? An elevator. <laughs> Do they call this? Uh, yeah, here, here in Montreal, at least they use the word elevator. The mm. thing is, here in Montreal, the English they speak is very similar to American English. Like, yeah, even the accent. When you see people from Montreal speaking English, for example, they don't they don't pronounce about a boot a boot. <laughs> They don't pronounce the word like that. They have like a very strong American accent here. And I think the vocabulary, the slang they use here is like, I don't know why, more similar to American English than to Canadian English. But I don't know if, uh, if in other provinces such as Ontario or British Columbia, they would use Lyft. But Lyft is a word that exists in American English but we use it to refer to a cable car that carries people up and down a mountain. So yeah, like whenever you go to a ski station to snowboard or to ski, that's what it takes to go up or down the mountain. So uh, it's a different thing. and here here in, in, in Quebec at least, mm -hmm. they use like lift for the cable car at ski stations and elevator for the machine that takes us up and down on building. So yeah. it's interesting that you say that about the accent because that's true. Canadians tend to say a boot, right? More, more close. <laughs> there are some accents in in Britain that are just like that. There is really? a nice British accent called Geordie, the Geordie accent, yeah. and they speak almost like that. It's a very close pronunciation like a person with a Geordie accent and I was to say do you want to see what my book is about I would probably would say do you want to see what me book is about they close the I like me books great fun when I hear them say me, me books <laughs> me house <That's> true. <laughs> uh, speaking about this word still speaking about that it's different, not only the word for the, the thing, you would say uh, elevator, uh, when I would say a lift, but if I was to say the word you said, I would not say elevator, I would say elevator. Ellie, not Ellie. Elevator, that's, uh, really? That's elevator. interesting. 
It's just elevator. another elevator. I would say ele elevator. Elevator. Interesting. We didn't know that. <laughs> like like elevation. Would say All elevation. Right. Elevation. No, elevation. See. I can elevation. Elevation. Yeah. Not ele say. elevator. No. I'd say Never. elevator. Elevator. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, the next one, and this one is quite interesting for people with young children. What we call in British English is a dummy. But in American English, you would say? A pacifier. Pacifier. Well, I can clearly see the yeah. reason <laughs> of the name. <laughs> but it's definitely different, right? Now, completely different. But do you know if dummy comes from the word dumb in this context? I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, I it, don't know. It, it, weird, but wouldn't it? It sounds weird but, to me. <laughs> yes, yes. But how do they call this in Canada? A pacifier, too. Pacifier. Yeah, yeah. At least here in Quebec, that's the word I hear. But yes, whenever I hear people saying dummy, because here in the U.S. and Canada, I mean, it's just, it has a different spelling. It's D-U-M-M-I-E. Yeah. <laughs> dummy is like a very stupid person. Yes. It comes from yes. dumb. So <laughs> that's why whenever I hear them say, I know, give the baby the dummy. I'm like, what? <laughs> why? What <the> <laughs> oh, <pity. laughs> it sounds really weird to me. I have to confess. It is. It is a bit weird. Okay, the next one. I like this one. Although me too. The, me too. I like, I like the one. British word. I think it's. I like this one. Great one. So, if I was to to do some personal things, I would excuse myself because I would need to go to the loo. But American people and Canadians as well would say, "Well, restroom." Toilet also, so toilet, restroom, but here in Canada, washroom is much more common. Like people here, yeah. If you go to the rest, uh, if you go to restaurants, that's what you're going to see, washroom. Yes, and also here, they also call the um, half bathroom. In the United States, they call it a half bathroom. Uh, here in Canada, they call it a powder room. Powder room. Yes, I, I'm assuming, and this is just my mind, that that would be the room that it usually stays close to the door, right? So exactly. that would be the room that you just go there, well, usually women, to apply some hand on the face and check if everything's all right and go, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah. So I have yeah. a bathroom, basically, if people don't understand, it's like, the bathroom without a place to wash, like without the shower or without a bathtub. So it, there is just the toilet tub and a sink to wash your hands. And I also think you have a different word for sink in British English. We would say uh, wash basin. That, that's what we'd say in British English, wash basin. Um, it would be different. But I think people would, of course, as the other words understand if we would say the same, right? It's just not. Yeah, so they uh, use both. Yes, yes. All right. That's it. But if you need to go to the washroom or the restroom in British English, you need to say that you're going to the loo. I need yeah. to go to the. 
I'm going to the loo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to go to the loo. I um, really also, like the word loo. I don't I know like why, but it sounds a little childish to me. Yes. But I, it's it's a fun word. I, I like it. I saw the meaning, but I can't remember. I once saw the meaning of it. I just can't remember. Uh, another different word speaking about that place, that environment, is what you call a toilet paper. We would call a bog roll. Really? I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's my God. Yes. How can words change that much? That I really impresses me. So it's the same language, but sometimes so different. It's because it's so vivid, isn't it? The, the English language. It's beautiful. Okay, the next word is a good word. I like that word. You find it funny, I know, but yeah. I love that one. In British English, we would say, oh, I'm just fancying a nice lolly. What you would say for a nice lolly? A popsicle. Popsicle. <laughs> yeah, this Pops one is not only fun, it's funny. Mm -hmm. Where does it come from? Ice lolly. I have no idea. Yeah, and so long is a lollipop. Yes, but... Um, it makes sense because a nice lolly like would be uh, a frozen one. That's it. Yeah, so and a, a bit, frozen a lollipop, ice lolly. Yes. <laughs> yes, that would be right, just a no bit connection, bigger. But... <laughs> but a popsicle. A popsicle sounds uh, sounds funny to me. It's funny popsicle. too. It's funny too. Both words are really funny. And yes. and well, in some parts of the U.S., the mm -hmm. word pop, pop is used to talk about soda. So for yes. I used to live in Minnesota and there they say pop. I need mm -hmm. to have some pop or I need to buy pop at the supermarket. So whenever they say that, they're talking about soda. And I remember that after leaving Minnesota, I went to New York. Mm -hmm. So I had a, my, my, one of my best friend's parents used to live in New York and mm -hmm. Um, I stayed at their place for a few months and I had a great time, by the way, but well, and when I arrived there in New York, I used to say pop and people used to look at me like, <laughs> what? what? They could understand the word pop. They knew what I was talking about, but for them, it sounds very old fashioned. Wow. So like somebody saying pop, you, you sound like. Um, as you would say in Portuguese, like I peed it. So, <laughs> yeah. So I was an alien. And then a friend of mine, a person that I met there, an Argentinian, actually, she told me, so I, I think pop sounds really weird here in New York. Oh. Yeah, you sound like a country girl, so stop saying that. <laughs> the same thing for nightclub, because in Minnesota, they still say disco. So I used to go to the disco with my friends in Minnesota. When I arrived in New York, I used to say disco as well. But then this one I learned very fast because people corrected me right away. Like, not a disco. You're not going to, you're not in the 60s. It's not a disco <laughs> a club or a night. By the, way, for, by the way, for pop, in British English, we would say a fizzy drink, right? A yeah, that's drink. true. It's also mm -hmm. different. Yes, it's I also, also like this one, fizzy drink, because it's a drink, yes. Yeah, it's it's a bit, bit harsh, isn't it? Oh, I'd like to have a fizzy drink, please. 
Yeah, <laughs> pop is definitely not a nice word to say. I think nowadays they, I, they probably don't use pop anymore in Minnesota, not even there, but... And pop, it's, well, at least uh, beginners, they need to be careful with that one because pop, it looks like a bit if you pronounce the word pot, right? So the ending, pop, pot, if you yeah. pronounce it wrongly, if yeah. you ask for a pot, you could be in an embarrassing situation because pot in Canada, I know, it's another word for marijuana, right? Yeah, pot. In the US too, they say pot, they say pot, yeah. they say weed, what yeah. else? They have so many names for that. It weed. always pot but i think pot is the most common one like uh i don't know if you have ever watched sex in the city but they sometimes go to clubs and parties and they smoke pot they talk about it does anybody have pot so that's the yes. most common word here for marijuana there is another word they use here but i can't remember another one that is really popular but i know pot it's British not just a plant pot or a cooking pot <laughs> You have to be careful. Don't go to the to the I don't know to Canadian Tire and ask the salesperson for pot. Yes, never, <laughs> never. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, if you are to go to the Canadian Tire, you could also get another item on our list, and that item in British English we say a torch, a torch. So a torch would be the British version of a flashlight. A flashlight. This one is so, I mean, it is different, but I can see the meaning of it, right? Because a torch in American English would be that old-fashioned one. The Olympic torch, for example, exactly. So, I mean, it's a similar concept. Just the, the words are different, right? A torch. We can't deny. <laughs> and of course, so what is what is the British word for torch? For that, for what Americans call a torch, in British English we call a pyre. A pyre. And we, we say pyre because we don't pronounce the R, right? So a pyre, not a pyre, right? Yeah, That's I would it. say a pyre. <laughs> pyre, yeah, torch. Torch. Yes. Okay, the next one, I like this one too. I like this one too, because it has uh, other meanings. So in British English, I would say rubbish or something is rubbish. But in American English, what you would say? Garbage or trash. Mm -hmm. Garbage. So uh, just different words for the same thing, right? British people would say rubbish or rubbish bin where you would say a trash bin, right? Yeah, or a trash can also. I a think trash, trash, yeah, because we don't use a bin very often here in North America. Yeah, so a trash can, a garbage can. But I have a friend from London, and he told me that in British English, saying garbage um, is a little rude. I don't know, it's not the best word to use. Uh, I think they don't like this word very much. Also, yes, awful. To describe uh, something that is bad, right? But to the thing that we are discarding, we would say rubbish. That's true. Rubbish, Just say yes. litter. Litter. They say litter too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but he told me like because I when I'm speaking naturally with my friends, I usually 
use some very strong words. I tend to exaggerate things, so <laughs> I'm a very dramatic <laughs> person, yeah. So I usually say, oh, this is awful, or, well, so he used to... I, I, I like uh, to say the word rubbish for that. When something is bad or of very bad quality, I say, oh, this is... This is rubbish. rubbish. Yeah, this is rubbish. Okay, so we come to the last word, last pair of words. So in British English, we would say that when you want to get to the other side of the road, you're going to cross the zebra crossing. A zebra crossing. What you would say? Crosswalk. Crosswalk. Completely well, both different. Of them, both of them make sense, right? A crosswalk, a zebra crossing, of course. I know. First of all, I would say a zebra crossing. Oh. So I would, yeah, because in <laughs> US English, we say zebra, not zebra. That's true. But I don't know, it sounds a little childish too. I think it's a funny word. I like that. Zebra crossing. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, also, I think the reason we say zebra crossing is because the letter, how you would say the letter? Z. Z. I'd say Z. Right. Exactly. Same. That's why the pronunciation is different. Yes. Yeah, zebra, zebra. Mm -hmm. But it's really weird when I hear people saying zebra. Like yeah. sometimes I correct my students. I have some students who mm -hmm. have British pronunciation, but sometimes like I catch myself correcting. <laughs> no, it's not. And then I stop. No, okay. Forget it. Just forget it. Yes. Because zebra, I... zebra sounds wrong, simply wrong to me. <laughs> When I have students with that difficulty, I also say them, okay, you need to know there are some differences between them, right? Because you clearly have, I say to my students, you clearly have more of an American or Canadian accent, and I'm teaching you English with my British accent, so you need to know that there is a difference, right? Yeah, I always try to show the differences, especially if it's something really common like rubbish and garbage. And also because I teach IELTS, so they will come across these words in the past, like in the essays, whatever. So I try to teach the differences, but uh, zebra is still very difficult. <laughs> I use it sounds wrong, but... I simply uh, like it. <laughs> yeah, you like it. And there is something really important that people need to pay attention to, is that in a proficiency test, they can use either British or American English, That's but true. it's never a good idea to mix both. That's Guys, true. you're going to be penalized if you say zebra and then you say garbage. That's it. That's it. It's simply not good for you to keep mixing them, right? Because you need to have consistency. Exactly. You can have either the British or the American accent, but you need to be consistent. Yeah, it doesn't matter the kind of uh, English you use, the kind of accent you have, but you have to be consistent. And there is a problem because here in Canada, they mix some elements of the British English and the American English, so it's really difficult. Some uh, Sometimes students get really lost, people who are studying, um, who are studying at college here, they feel confused because even in spelling, so uh, the Canadian spelling follows some British rules and some American yes. rules. For example, here words like color uh -huh. take O U, so it takes the they take the U too, 
Um, but I think they use the American spelling rule for words like analyze, characterize. Mm -hmm. It's really confusing for my Canadian students because they sometimes think they are making mistakes yes. and they end up making mistakes because Canadian English is crazy. Yes, <laughs> I'd say the, the biggest problem, the ma a major problem here would be exactly the writing test, right? Because of that, right? Because I think the sometimes biggest the spelling challenge. is different, but the pronunciation is the same, like behavior or color. Analyze. The pronunciation is the same, analyze, but the spelling is different, right? Or, That's the thing. for example, willful. In British English, it takes only one L, and in American English, it yes. takes two Ls. Yes. It's confusing, so people pay attention. So if you're taking IELTS or TOEFL and you live here in Canada, make sure you are using the right rules. Make a list yes. of the, the rules they use in Canadian English. Or I think it's always easier not to use Canadian English and choose the American or the British version because the Canadian English is confusing because, again, yes. it mixes rules from both. Yeah. Uh, variants of English. That's true. That's true. So that's it. I think we have come to an end. Uh, I'd like to thank you once more for having this chat with me. It was a great pleasure to talk to you another time. And uh, would you like to say something to the people watching us? Well, thank you for inviting me. I really like sharing my knowledge with other people, and it's always I always have a great time whenever we talk, so I hope we can do it again pretty soon. Yes, for sure. And for those of you watching the video and also listening to the podcast, I will leave her profile here below in the description of the video and also in the description of the podcast episode, right? You should definitely go see her. And Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is time for us now. And I see you in the next videos. Cheers. Bye-bye. You've listened to Blimey Cast. For more information, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English.